folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pet Day. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Hey! Oh, it feels good to be back. Does it? Oh, it does feel good, actually. We're right, yeah. we're right back. It's like it's we never same. missed a beat. It's, it had, nothing's changed. Yeah. Yet. Hair is just comically long. Yeah. Our, uh, the long national nightmare of us being on hiatus is over. Obviously, there's several other concurrent national nightmares still ongoing. But this one of yelling about Pate being yeah. on hiatus, currently over. Now, now there is reason to live again. Exactly. Which is great. I like that. We're doing this for you. Yeah. The sun has come from behind the clouds. Other shit might be fucked up, but we're back, and we're back. Uh, everything's pretty much the same. I have long, luxurious hair now. You do. You really do. Um, I have a longer, luxurious beard. It's you, gigantic now. You look, you look great. I, I, um, feel, I feel great. And Joel is also the head of a uh, bi-coastal sandwich empire now. So that's, that's pretty much the only thing that's changed. He's got New York on lock. He's got LA, two locations on lock. It's, it's all happening. Estretto. Go get a sandwich. So get a sandwich. You're a bicoastal sandwich, Baron. I've I become am. a long-haired, dirty hippie. You have become that, yes, um, very much. So. You've just and, been traveling around, yeah. that vagabond lifestyle. Exactly. Just a bindle and a pocket full of dreams. <laughs> I actually like it. I mean, obviously, like m- many people uh, during deep quarantine, I went totally insane. But uh, you know, we're 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 just like living in the new normal now. Slowly slipping back into sanity. Yeah, exactly. With every passing day. I think With every restaurant that reopens. Exactly. That's the thing. It feels better. You looked like Ototo yesterday. Right. Or Antonio yesterday. Right. Us it's coming back is the final step of normalcy. Everything is back to normal now. Uh, Everything you heard fine. it here first. The pandemic is over. <laughs> it's there is no more coronavirus. It is eradicated uh, with our words. I think this is actually an exciting time because it's like, you know, anyone who's vaccinated who wants to be is probably vaccinated now. And it's like yeah, you show your Vax card to get in, but it's it's fun being out there. I mean, it it is fun being out there. I mean, I I'm I don't really care about having to show the card. Doesn't sure. matter to me. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Like I I'll, have it. It's on my I'll, phone. I'll show you my card, dude. Here, you want to see my card? Psh, check it out. It's bone. I guess the good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a real American psycho moment. Right. Look at his Vax card. It's so much better than mine. He's got the BioNTech booster. <laughs> I, I think it was uh, it was a strange time, but I think it was good for you because your sandwich businesses were already kind of heavily reliant on takeout and delivery. Like, the, yeah. like losing the dine-in wasn't like a death blow to no, you like I it mean, was to some for, people. Because it was like a fast casual to begin with. Right. So it's like, you know, like did McDonald's suffer or were more people just in line to get McDonald's? Right. You know what I mean? You just couldn't sit inside, which was fine because, you know, then it was just like hey, somebody came in, they got what they wanted and they fucking left. Sandwiches are recession proof and they're pandemic proof. They're great, man. No it's matter great. what happens, booze and sandwiches will be a viable business model. Even even like Amazing. as society further declines and there's like food riots and, and our society starts falling apart, it'll still be like booze and sandwiches are up across the board. There you go. The man. booze and sandwich numbers are looking very strong. So I, th- I think that's a good business to be in. No, it's been it's been good. We've felt, you know, we've been, you know, more fortunate than a lot of other places, which is which is great. We're starting to feel the effects of just everything reopening again, sure. and like the excitement, or right. like the people like trepidation of right. Going people out want with to dine in and, again and all this and other stuff. I mean, so it's it's it was a great wave, and now we're kind of like breaking on the coast, and we're just gonna f- walk along the shore right now and just see what happens. Maybe we'll paddle back out, <laughs> maybe not. Right? Who, who knows? When COVID twenty comes along, you'll be ready. Yeah, I'm I'm ready, man. We are ready. I I got super into cooking all the time when I couldn't go anywhere. But then I started experiencing just like deep cooking fatigue. Because, you know, like I like cooking. But I when I'm at home, I cook super simply. But like months and months of cooking every night, I was just like, I don't fucking want to do dishes anymore. Like I got to, I got to the point where it's like, I can't even look at a dish. <laughs> I look at a dish, I start sweating. I'm like, I... So there was a time when I was really enjoying cooking at home, drinking a lot of wine, putting on jazz, I like just remember making like elaborate meals. The simpler time of COVID, which was like that first month and a half where, oh, we were like, innocent. where everyone's like, I'm just going to make bread right, exactly. every fucking day. <laughs> it's just bread. And when I get out through the other side, I'll have this new skill. We'll get into sourdough and beans. That'll see us through. <laughs> but yeah, I think now... 
I've just been going out so much because it's like I'm using it as an excuse to be like, oh, I don't have to cook. I just I should go out, which, and- which is great. You know what I mean? Because there's so many options now, and there's like lots of lots more options that are more. Uh, affordable, less pricey. I also like to justify it. I'm like, I'm helping my friends in the service industry <laughs> and I'm stimulating the economy by going out every single night. <laughs> that, is, that is being a patriot. You yeah, exactly. A, a true patriot. I'm helping the American recovery. But it, it's been fun. And and you know what? Like LA, obviously uh, a, a place of great resilience and dynamicism. Uh, there's a lot of cool shit happening. I mean, we're in... I would say we're in like a serious pizza moment. We're in like almost like a pizza golden age. We, right and we now. thought that I think you know three right. years it, ago the momentum we were just for like, it oh, was man, building. All this, all these pizza places opened up, and then the 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 coronavirus hit, and everyone was like, "All right, square pizzas that we can do out of our house. You don't even need a pizza oven. We're just gonna fucking bake it yeah. for like a thirty minute bake time, and everyone's gonna want to buy it." Well, here's the thing. We, we were also in a big Smashburger moment when COVID hit. And obviously, Smashburgers yeah. have continued in popularity. Still very popular now. But like in terms of delivery or pickup, I don't think burgers travel well at all. No, like pizza, of course, great. is yeah, a delivery is, standard. Yeah. I mean, you can reheat it when you get home. A burger, I feel like you have to like eat it in your car immediately while it's hot. And fries. Not fries if, do not, not if, travel. Not if it's a Burger King, baby. Not if it's Burger yeah, King. Well, burger King's like just chemical. It's, uh, but they're so good, you know? There's this great chemical. Would you say your Burger King consumption has gone up during COVID? Or oh, down? no. Significantly down. Okay, good. Significantly down. I just got down. I thought you were going to say significantly well, up. Well, it's not like I ate Burger King all the time yeah. before. Uh, I mean, it was like, you know, once every other week. But now it's like maybe once every two months. Okay. That seems like a healthy Burger King level. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not like I would get like go crazy on getting stuff. I would just right. get a fucking hamburger and call it a day. I was like, oh, this is good. I like it. Now that shit is like you can eat on premises again, even if it's like in a parking lot, I feel like I'm way more apt to eat a burger. But when it was only like you had to get to go or you had to get delivery, it's like burgers just don't hold up. In a box, they get yeah. the, the moisture throws them off in the bun. And then, yeah, I mean, I it really just depends where, where I've never gotten a delivery burger and been like, great idea. Yeah, no, neither have I. The, the, no, I won't even say name names, but like, there are a few. De- there are a few delivery Uh-oh. burgers I got, and I was like, "Ooh, this is just bad." But it, I, but I also would but probably, then, I probably would have said it was bad being at the place. Okay, too. all right, that's fair. But you knew that you were gonna get a probably a bad burger then. Yeah, you know. I, but also, it's like I didn't make my own fucking burgers. That's you know, true. I, I know what to do. That's true. It's different for me. I'm yeah. just so good and talented with burger making. I mean, I think I'm getting, obviously, we all love a smash burger. There's a lot of good ones out there. But I think I'm getting a little smash burger fatigue. Like, I would rather go for a new pizza spot that I haven't tried because there's so many than, like, right. you know, go back to Burgers Never Say Die or go back to a, well, one of these. Well, it's just the whole smash burger thing where it was like, okay, it's cheese and onions and pickles and ketchup and mustard. And it's delicious. Which is, which is great. Yeah. Which is delicious. But, like, you know, show me something new. Right. And like when, so Father's Office just reopened in down the, in the, in arts, the district. arts district. And it's like, and now I'm like, because of that smash burger fatigue, right. I'm like real. You're ready ho- for the Father's Office I'm, burger. I'm super horny for it right now. Ooh. Like really, really, really horny. Here's my thing with Father's Office. Love Father's Office. I rarely get the burger. I think their other dishes are amazing. Everything else on that menu is amazing. The burger is great. It's a, it's a, it's a staple of like Los Angeles it was burgers. Kind of the, it was like, it was the first 15 years ago. It was like burger, the gourm- yeah. first gourmet bar burger. Where it was like, I'm at a bar and eating a burger, but this ain't your father's burger. What? No ketchup. Oh, Oh my God. Being in the twilight zone. When that was a huge deal that he wouldn't allow ketchup. Remember when life was simpler? When not having ketchup at father's office was like the thing that was the thing you had to worry about. (laughs) We were fools then. Simpler times. We had it so easy and we didn't even know. Simpler times. I, I do I do miss that, but I, it makes me want like a, a better burger. I would say, and I'm not, not to say that like the smash burger thing is like not hey, maybe, good. No, maybe thick and juicy will come back in. Just how love thick just and juicy, how man. Zoomers have brought back wide jeans. Jinkos are coming back in. Are they? Really? I mean, wider jeans. Maybe not jinkos, unless you're. You Those know, are just silly. Unless you're a juggalo, but like wider <laughs> legs are back. Skinny jeans are out. Maybe fat juicy burgers will come back. Fat and juicy thin burgers. little smash patties will be out. I don't know. I don't Fashion think that's, is cyclical, my I don't think that's ever going to... I don't think it's going to leave. I think it's here to stay. Mm, okay. I think it's here to stay. Well, I noticed the guy in New York uh, who does Contra and Wild Air, they opened a burger place, and the pictures he was putting on Instagram... 
they're pretty fat and juicy. They're pretty fat. So and maybe juicy. we're already. Maybe maybe smash burgers are the skinny jeans that are going by the wayside because we've all gotten so used to them. And fat and juicy's back, baby. I'm 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 happy with that. I like because like you know you get a smash burger and it's like just crispy and cooked all the way through. It's delicious. And it's like usually like heavily seasoned, right? But there's something about that thick, juicy mm, patty yeah. where you like cut into it and yeah. like you squeeze it yeah. and all that juice just runs and you're just like, mm. yeah, you're another right. layer of just like unctuousness. Yeah. For for me to be happy with. Well, you know, I I like uh, 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 top ten guest Chris Croner's burger because it's kind of the best of both worlds. The patty is thick enough where you get like you know because he does that thing where he like really gets a good char on the outside but leaves it rare, which I don't even know really how he does that. But I kind of like that because you get that bite and it's almost like a steak where you get that nice yeah om- almost rare middle part. But then the outside, you have the good char. Just give and me some peppercorn sauce with that, baby. Fuck I it. mean, that's the thing. Bring I, it I don't over. even need a burger. Maybe I just want a goddamn steak. Maybe you just want a goddamn steak. By the way, RIP to the greatest steakhouse on earth. Oh, my God. Pacific Dining Cars, done. It's been done Besides for a while. Besides the millions it's, of Americans, probably the worst casualty of COVID. RIP. The, no, li- yes. I'll see you at the crossroads, it my was, brother. It was open 24 hours. Since like 1919. I could get a martini oh and, and breakfast at 8 a.m. I could Ugh. go late for that training day, baseball. Steak the combo. guys would be there Amazing. in their white tuxes. They'd be like, they'd call you sir. I'm worried about all of those guys. Oh my! Like, what, Musso, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? I mean, like Musso and Frank, like so glad it got back up. Taylor's is back up shout and running. Out to, shout out to those um, fine you know, All those old school places, Smokehouse, right? Like, great. But the like, guys who work this, at Pacific Dining Car can't work at like a hip small plates restaurant. Yeah, they're not going to Hippo next. No, that's you not, know what I mean? It's not gonna happen. Like they've been working there for like 92 years. They show up in the white tux. They're like, we said just dress casual, maybe like a chambray shirt. Just, this is the only <laughs> outfit I own. Put on some Carhartt, man. Like you can't. I lived proper. in the Pacific dining car for four decades. Yeah, I mean, oh God, that was just that. That was my that was the biggest casualty of COVID for me. Shout out to those food guys. wise, not person wise. Yeah, know. it was just a, it was just like an LA institution. Obviously, we lost a lot of good spots. Baco Mercat, RIP. RIP. Oh, that was long also time great. fave. Long time, long but, time, long time. You know, we're moving on. We're in a new world. One thing I've one thing I'm kind of noticing now is like. Because we're like, oh, COVID's not over, but we're all just kind of like agreeing to like ignore go- it, right? Kind of like so. Most, it's like mostly <laughs> like we're like, okay, we're back to normal. We're all kind of insane and went feral, but like I've noticed that because of this uncertain future we're facing, it seems like opulent luxury in small doses is kind of like becoming a go-to thing. Like I've noticed like caviar service and like doing bumps of caviar off your hand and like putting caviar on fried chicken. That's like everywhere now. Yeah. People want like a little dollop it's, of luxury they, they, in this they, uncertain they need, life. They need it. That they need that. And they're like, that bit where are we going to be in six excess. months? I don't know. I'll give me some caviar. Why not? Right. Because it's like the the luxury is almost like a comfort to you in the moment. I forgot. I was just at Bell's like a month ago. Shout out and to I, Bell's. And I think you were. I there was too. also recently. And at I was. Bell's. Ju- I just went for lunch. It's in and Los Alamos. People who don't know, it's yeah. uh, the San Ynez Valley, about two and a half hours from L.A. Kind of the gateway to wine country on your way to Paso. And uh, it's just a fine establishment. But I love their lunch menu because it's just, it's, it's like yeah. what you said. Understand because, luxury. Because you get, well, because you can get like a BLT or a salad for like 15 bucks. And then it's like, hey, this is $96 caviar service with like whatever. And it's like, okay, I could do that for lunch yeah. too. Yeah. Get, and get a bottle of wine. And, and if the future's uncertain and the end is always near, give me that fucking Osteria caviar. I was just at uh, Thai Taco Tuesday up at Anna Jack Thai in Sherman Oaks. And they had a really good fried chicken. And then there was like an option that was like, add an ounce of like fine caviar. I mean, I didn't get it because it's quite expensive. Yeah, no. It's, but like, it, it, I like it's the up idea there. of just being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to cover my fried chicken and caviar because we all might be dead tomorrow. You know, you can go to Found Oyster and you can get like the oysters Ooh. with caviar. So they call them the Oysters fresh. Moscow. Right. If you haven't been to Found and you live in LA and then, you like well, seafood, I mean, why you're are you even? Up. Why do you even live here then? I, like, I, I was going to bring up Found as kind of like a place that... It is probably my favorite place right now, but also a favorite place that kind place of thrived during COVID because there was such a shortage of outdoor zones and they built this, what they call the boat deck the boat in deck. the road, like a lot of places have now. But I feel like they were early on in the deck game. Very and early, before, yeah. you know, it's the inside part's very small. Right. And I was going there in like 2019 and I love <laughs> it. 2019. But I feel like when the boat deck like open for outdoor that's when tank, it, it just started start, just like that's just that's the vibe you couldn't get a seat like you had to book like two weeks in advance they started doing the pla- the platters were like 
a psychic bomb during an uncertain. That platter <laughs> comes out. You see that beautiful Baywatch platter with the crudo, and and on the oysters, you're just like. In the next for the next twenty minutes, I don't have any care in the world. That's how long it takes you, man. It's five minutes for me. Oh, I could wow. crush all that shit really quick. And you can get the two tiered tower, so that's I'm, like that's if luxury. You're, if you're only one tier, what are you doing? Why even <laughs> get a tower? Go home. No, first go of all, home. I, I right? don't think I've ever gotten the two tier tower. I always get the Baywatch. You gotta get, you gotta get um, the two tier. They have that crudo. That's the ode to Swan Oyster and SF, which is which is perfect. It's as got the is. capers on it. Just good olive oil. Shout out yeah. to Found. Um, doing the Lord's it work. It seems like places like that and places. Places like Melody on Virgil that had a big patio that were kind of a little under the radar beforehand for whatever reason, right? Really exploded, and yeah. obviously that happened with Melody, and it's just become packed every night because people just want to be outside. You yeah. know, and people it, people will eat inside, but I feel like everyone feels more comfortable on a patio. It's, right and now. it's and it's like sexy and fun. The sexy the, and fun. the wine list rotates. It's really mm. really good. It's it's a cool spot. Yeah, it's but, a cool yeah. spot. It was ahead of its time. It was it was ahead of its time. Found is. Uh, if I had to choose a number one, I think found. I don't know. There's something about of like restaurants open right just now. Just like places that I want to go to. Like ev- like I would go to found like right now. Yeah, I would go to found right now. Like in terms of just like favorite places currently, I don't know. There's something about like really well sourced seafood, just delivered impeccably and great service, good people, and you can get a beautiful steak. vibe. You can get a steak. Oh, and also. <laughs> You know, you go for the seafood, but do not sleep on that Flannery beef bar steak. Don't sleep on. That's one of the best there. bar steaks I've ever had. It's great. I mean, can't no complaints. No complaints over here. That's the thing. I, I've never had anything there that's not a plus. But it's also like, you know, if, if I was a wealthy gentleman, I might dine there every night. But that's the thing. It's quality seafood. You yeah. know, you're paying. You know, you're paying for the best quality thing, and that's right. kind of the accessible luxury aspect of it where you're like, I'm getting a perfect oyster with creme fraiche and caviar and a shot of vodka in it. It's not going to be cheap. No, of course not. But it's going to be great. Would you want it to be cheap? It's all, no, of course not. Yeah. If it's like, here's a shot of like caviar and right. oysters and it's three fifty. Here's sour cream on a golf oyster and I poured <laughs> some pop-off in it. Oh no. There's lots of shell in it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Lots of shell it's flakes. Good, it's good for your system. It's, it's got iron and magnesium in those <laughs> flakes. No, I, I, that's the thing. A place like that, you're like, you know you're paying for the premium quality and it always delivers. You know, the only yeah. time you're disappointed, the only time I'm disappointed is if I am paying like, you know, like for something I think is going to be really good and then it lets you down and you're like, I kind of wasted my money. Yeah. I've never felt that there. No, never. Um, but it's such a good spot. I mean, everything, just the fucking, the scallops in the Esplet butter. It's so all of it. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing bad. There's I got, good. they had they Santa do Barbara Spot work. Prawn Sashimi on special, and they do it by the piece. And I think it was like $13 for a shrimp. And I was like, am I about to pay $13 for one shrimp? Yes. yes and then I, I did, and I was like, I'm really glad I paid $13 <laughs> for one shrimp. And I would do it again. And you'd do it and again. And I would fucking do it again. And you'd do it again, man. Um, so yeah, that's a place that's really become a fucking favorite. And any place that can kind of you know, turn the shittiness of what was going on during the pandemic into gold is, uh, I mean, I mean that's special. Uh, uh, when they first, when it fir- the pandemic first happened, they were doing all that fried chicken. They were doing all that good fried that's chicken. That's the other thing. That so was awesome. So Ari opened a restaurant in Charleston called Leon's Oyster Shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to Charleston for one night. I was on tour and I like drove out of my way specifically to go to Charleston and eat the burger at Husk. And then I went to Leon's and it was like, the best fried chicken I've ever had. <laughs> so when he started doing that fried chicken, I was like, I'm there. Baby. Oh, it was great. You get an, it, got, it came in a bucket, too. I mean, you gu- need That's what chicken. fried chicken should It should come, come in. in a bucket. You need it in a bucket. I don't want a styrofoam thing. No, no you, you can't have it in anything other than a bucket. It's bucket or nothing for when, me. When you're holding a bucket of chicken that you know is good, you don't have a care in the world. No, you don't. This It's... Everything is good. Right. Until until your greasy knuckles scrape the bottom of that bucket and you realize you're empty, you're fucking fine. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think obviously you know, comfort food is always like a great escape. But obviously during these times, capitalized uh, these times, yes, uh, trademark, it's it's uh, it's become more so. So any place that can deliver that perfect fried chicken, I mean, they need to bring it back. Yeah, maybe they'll bring it back for the next pandemic. They'll I, be like, I, okay, I feel, super COVID twenties here. Ari, you got to bring back the fried chicken. I have We're a all very fucked. strong feeling that that is not the last we've heard. Or tasted of that fried chicken okay. in Los Angeles. I, hope I don't it have any take information. Pandemic. I don't have any information other than what I believe, and I firmly believe that fried chicken will be making a comeback sometime. In yeah, the, in the near future. 
Yeah, there, there's, there's, that's the other thing. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, our, uh, our guest that we'll have on later, he opened a great spot. We'll get to that later. But I'm trying to think of, of shit I'm looking forward to. And uh, for me, because, you know, I'm a local guy now. I like to walk. I like to keep it's it in big, Echo Park. Big walker. Don't like to take a car. Cars are very expensive these days. Don't they like are. to support Lyft or Uber. Uh, I'll ride the bike, but at nighttime, I'm wary of the bike. Especially, I get a couple glasses of wine in me. Yeah. Then, I mean, I got lights on the bike, but like you know. But still, people drive crazy out here. So I, I like to walk. A, a good thing coming down the pike is a uh, Italian restaurant that's being opened over at Tilda, which is a wine store and little wine bar over on Echo Park Avenue. Because mm. there's not really good any neighborhood Italian in Echo Park. We have a lot of good stuff going on. Right. But you want that like just cozy Italian spot that you can walk to casual maybe get a little pasta a little wine nothing crazy the closest i guess would i mean cosa would be the closest i have to thing. go downtown well cosa doesn't have pasta though I Alimento, mean, I love, but that's in los Feliz. that's it well that's silver lake but that's yeah. also like Alimento is like pretty expensive yeah it's true so also you, i can't walk there you're thinking like more like osteria mama or something yeah like, like a like a neighborhood italian spot yes like I used a labuca style i used to spot. live over by osteria labuca First of all, shout out to Osteria Labuca. For crushing They were it. like ahead of the Italian game in LA long before all the ones that are, you know, all the ones that were people like, oh, this and that. It's like, Buca's been there for like 15 years or something. It's been there for a long time. OG and, Italian. And, and they were uh, like, they were just, they, throughout the pandemic, they were just packed. Like I would get oh, takeout yeah. from them and pick it up and they would just be fucking Well, like, that's comfort cranky. food. Talk about comfort food. Pizza, pasta, you know, good wine. That's the other thing that I'm so glad is seemingly sticking around is like, why couldn't we get delivery wine and booze before? Like, what, what were we doing? Like, why, why does it take a global pandemic for me to be like, I want booze sent to my home? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, you why does do it take before? society falling apart for me to be able to get a Negroni sent to my residence? See, that's that's the thing is like. You could always get booze delivered, but it was like, no, you know. No, not pre-batch cocktails. But not pre-batch cocktails. That's when I have to the batch pandemic, them myself. Like Why a, does the government like want me batching so badly? I don't know, man. Why can't I just get a, no, a but deli cup full of Negronis? Yeah, that whole to-go cocktail like phenomenon just like completely took over. It was amazing. I mean, it's still, it's still going. I know. We can still do it here. The one thing that they need to do is like go the full way. Like, sure, having it delivered to your home is great, but like just legalize like drinking in parks and on the street i don't understand why you turn can't just the walk entire down the country and into new orleans beer we have to turn the entire country into new orleans to save it okay if that's what it takes and maybe we'll destroy ourselves because we don't have the restraint to live in a society like that but we have to try okay that should be that should be number one priority every every public place is now you can drink it's a drinking spot it's everything drinking is spot. a drinking spot and look that's how it is in europe and I, I, you know, we've, and, and we've you been know talking what? this before. It works. Are they tearing apart their societies? It works. No. It, it works. works. The fact that I can't just open a nice bottle of wine in a park or open my tub of Negronis that I got to go for my favorite restaurant. Bucket of chicken, bucket of Negronis. Oh, my God. I'm sitting on the park bench. I'm having the time of my life. There you go. Why? Oh, I'm so, oh sorry, Uncle Sam. <laughs> I can't be trusted with a bucket of Negronis. It's ridiculous. Crazy. All, all our freedoms just oh, being God stripped away from us. God fucking damn it. Uh, God. But, you know, I, I think we'll have to take getting it uh, delivered to our house as a consolation prize. And it's pretty good. I mean, I got to say, sometimes you're just like, I don't want to get up. I don't have any wine in the house. But also, I don't know if like if getting delivery cocktails now means uh, means as much as it did a year ago. Because well, before you couldn't go, to a, bo- go yeah, out to a bar. You know what I mean? True. You, for example, could walk down the street, go to one of these hip young uh-huh. young whippersnapper spots yep. with the with the craft cocktails yep. and whatnot, and get yourself a Negroni and then walk back. That's true. You don't have you know you don't have to have it delivered to you anymore. That's true. The novelty of it, and when everything was closed, it felt pretty good. Right. But here, here was the other thing that I, I, I take uh, uh, objection to. It would be like, you know, you'd get like a pre-batch thing. It would be like, serves four. And it'd be like, well, that's wrong. <laughs> sure. Sure it does. <laughs> Are you trying to shame me, bucket of booze that I ordered to my home? It serves Serves four. however many it serves. <laughs> Let's not put numbers on this, okay? I'm not sure. A, I'm not drank, about labels, man. We're just not I about labels here. I all of it in the course of an hour. That didn't serve four. It serves one Carl. <laughs> I don't think we need to be throwing numbers See, it should, around. It should, it should have something like a like a like a board game, like ages like three and up. It should be like serves like one to three. Yeah, people, serves you know? for twenty-two year olds. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. if you give everyone an ounce of it, it could serve twenty. 
it's really up to you how many exactly. it serves. Don't let's, let's make me feel keep, bad. Don't put me in a box. Yeah, let's just keep that off the label and uh, you know let people exercise their personal freedoms or over-exercise them. But, but besides that, it was nice. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, no, it's no, like, replacement for being out there, rubbing shoulders with your, your fellow brothers and sisters in the Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Drinking uh, $19 cocktails and then having to tip on that. You know, the good shit. The good shit. Where the hell are you? Are you going to Beverly Hills to get your Negronis? Where the <laughs> fuck are you going, man? I don't know. That's the thing. It was like, even when I was... In the depths of quarantine, like ordering way too much food every night because I was like, I have to help support the restaurant community. I'm, I'm doing good work. Even then, in that course of that year, I think I saved so much money not going out. Oh, yeah. No, 100% saved so Just, much money I was money like buying going. wine by the case. And it was like, sure, I was drinking it fast. But like better than going to Bar Bandini and having an $18 glass of See, wine, which why, I love doing. This is why I go to HMS Bounty for everything. Oh, my God. And it's like $6 for a martini. Well, you live... Walking distance to the HMS Bounty. Listen, man, anything's walking distance if you try hard enough, okay? That's it. <laughs> Especially for a guy that likes to walk like you. You could get there in an hour and a half. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? If you haven't been to the HMS Bounty, it's a K-Town classic. And uh, those are those places that you were like... Like, there were places I was worried about, but I was like, there's no way the HMS Bounty will close. That's how, that, that's how we felt. I felt about Pacific Dining Car. I was I like, know, but there's to... no way. It's too ingrained in the <sighs> fabric of, like, Los Angeles. And then <sighs> there you go. First, the first domino fell. No. And then it was, then the second one fell. It was oh, terrible. God. We got to go back to Muso and Frank. Because Muso and Frank is back open. Obviously, we're all very relieved that it did not close. I mean, I hope Muso and Frank is, like... Manage their finances well over the last hundred like, years. I don't like know. Own that entire stretch yeah, of like yeah. buildings or something. Um, but yeah, we should go there and drink some cold martinis. I'm I'm al- I'm always I'm always get some consomme. Yeah, fuck it, man. That's the other thing. It's like I I I, I don't know. I've been using the fact that I can go out. As I'm like, it's Monday night. I should maybe. T-, and then I'm like, all right, cocktails. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in that phase. It was weird. It was like, and especially with doing comedy shows when comedy shows first came back. And like when bars and restaurants first opened, I guess it was like early June, like people were just so horny to be like out. Like <laughs> I remember the first couple of shows I did in like mid June, it was like every comic was just like killing. And it was like, I don't remember how to do stand up. It's yeah. been like over a year. But like it was like that little grace period. And and you could see it in bars and restaurants too, where everyone was just like, Happy to fucking be yeah, here. Yeah, they're just like, good to see you, man. It was like, a, it, I, I likened to that like week after 9 11 where everyone was like so much in shock that we, people were just like nice to each other. Yeah. And then and everyone like, just went like, back to be like, you know, like, Fuck it you. could be like this all right, the time exactly. if you just want it to right. be that and then, way. And then like a week later, it was like, all right, fuck you, get out of my way. Yeah. But I, 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 but there's like a dark side to that, which I've noticed a lot of people in the service industry talking about where it's like people have kind of, like people were horrible before. If 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 you work as a bartender as a server, people have historically right. been terrible. People have historically since the been dawn terrible. Of time. And you would you would hope that something like this brought it together, but it's also like people might be worse now cuz people got weird. People got like feral. Dude, they forgot everyone, how to act. Everyone got really clicky. <laughs> like yeah. there's just well, that's more the, yeah. sub-factions of things. Yes, exactly. And, and, and you know, it's fucking when you're in quarantine, you're like, shit, I guess I don't, you know, I don't have as many friends as I thought. You know, it's <laughs> tough. But like, it, and this this was true before, but now even more so. If you're like taking out your anxieties or like your insecurities on any waitstaff or server or bartender, like you should be put in jail at this point. That, that should be a jail. They're wearing offense. masks. They're facing breakthrough infections. Like you need to be like they extra, have to deal extra. with you. They have to deal the with customer. You. It's like, wild, man. I don't know. Like you, you think like some people would would have been mellowed by something like this or humbled, but it's no, like, no, no. People, it are, it, people are roaring it, back it, more it, entitled it, than ever. It, it was like putting like Nas in a fucking Honda, dude. <laughs> you just they flipped the switch and they just went <laughs> and just went fucking flying the, down the, the track. Souped up Nas rig of yeah, the human was, condition has been fired. It was it was it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. there are those who are who definitely are like way more chill and they, then they go out. It's very purposeful. They know they're going out. They know they're getting service. They're going to tip. And they're going to treat yes. you, even if it's like slow, because like a lot of the complaints now, it's like there's less staff. Too, right. Every like place cook. is understaffed. It's Every understaffed. place has new so staff. So like, you know, go well, easy, Something folks. that would have taken 15 minutes to come out might take 20, yes. 25. Go easy out And there. you can either be really offended by it, which is dumb. Right. Or you could just be like, okay, that is also fine. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a favorite restaurant. Uh, I won't say where it was, but like you could tell that a lot of people were new and like a lot of restaurants have staffing issues. A lot of them have just hired new people if they're reopening. Yeah. And it was like, 
you know, I I don't care. Like the guy was like he couldn't find the wine, and, and then even, like, the food and took. It was like I don't. I'm just happy to be sitting at a bar. And eating even food. though it's the same restaurant, everyone needs to remember that restaurants it's are just people. Not the same anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's just not the same. the The service standards are different. the the new The new hires are different. Everything is just different. The yeah. dynamic of what a restaurant was, even if it's been around forever, is different. Yeah. it's changed. Yeah. So be patient. Yeah, take it easy out there, folks. Also, we've we've talked about this before, but. A good way to enforce this, obviously, people are back on the dating apps. People are horny. They're trying to hook up. If you're on a date, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, who you're dating, how you identify. The person across from you at the table that you're on a date with, if they so much as belittle the staff in any kind of context. You get up and you walk right out that door. You do not fuck that person. Yeah, you should actually walk out. You just get up and walk right out that door. Well, no, because then that person would probably stiff them, which which, Mm. make sure you tip, but... Yes. Do Maybe not fuck that person. Throw down, throw down like a $40 on, of cash. It's Always like, have $40 yes, of cash exactly. on you. Because that seems like an appropriate amount if you're going to walk out of a date and make the other person pay. It's like, here's 40 bucks. I'm leaving. Yeah. Always have some throw down cash so you can walk away. That's a, also a power move. Just throwing down money and immediately leaving. That's so sick. Like, first of all, I don't hang out with people who would ever do that. So like, I've, I've never actually really been in that situation unless it was like friends of a friend at like a big dinner. And I was like, who the fuck is this asshole? But like... If if I was on a date with someone and and they were like, I just can't imagine. It's it's just like being a dick to a server. It, it, to like being a d- it, belittling in any way. I can't, shape, or I can't form. even comprehend it. It's incomprehensible to me. These people are bringing you food. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I've gone to a few places where like, especially with like wine service, where it sure. hasn't been the same. Where sure. it's like they're either fumbling to like sure. remember what the wine is right. or it takes them a while to find it. Yeah. Or I had, we had one when we were out in New York yeah, where I feel bad for somebody like couldn't open a wine bottle. And listen, sure. It's frustrating. We've all because, had a like, tough night. It's frustrating, but like also, just let him be, man. Right. They'll eventually He'll get, get it. it open. You'll you get your wine. I mean? He'll get it open eventually. It'll eventually be open, and it's just like as much as you might, it might you might have like some seething rage inside you. Sure, because, like we all do. Which we all do. We're Every, all cauldrons all, of seething it's, rage it's, in our own way. It's all there. We're all volcanoes, man. All right. <laughs> we just most of us just lie fucking dormant. Yeah. But you know, just have have that little extra like breath and patience, yeah. and just remember. Take a breath. Remember that it's eventually gonna happen. It'll, and it'll it's come. like that uh, that John Waters quote where it's like, if you go home with someone, they don't have any books, don't fuck them. If you're on a date <laughs> with someone and the root of the waist at, don't fuck them. Don't fuck them. You should probably just, just bounce. Just yeah, just leave. Forty dollars <laughs> on the table. I'm out. <laughs> um well, I think maybe we should get to our guest. I think so. Um he, this this person is yeah, just a, he, a great get. He 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 I mean We'll talk about it, but obviously he opened a place during COVID, which is uh, comes along with its <laughs> oh, own. Oh, just one? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take it easy. Comes along with his own challenges and whatnot. Right. But uh, it's been a place that I've been going to a lot, so I'm happy that he's here. Let's uh, let's get him in here. Our guest today is Chef Wes Avila, formerly of Gorilla Tacos, now of Angry Egret Dinette in Chinatown. Wes, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again, guys. Oh, it's Whoop. good to be back. I'd say you're uh, easily a top 10 guest. Easily. Um, it's, top five, it's maybe. It's good to have you back. It's kind of full circle. You were one of our first guests. Now you're back here. It's good to see you. Um, and you got a new thing popping. I mean, you. I mean, it's hard to start a restaurant at any time, but you started a restaurant during the pandemic. Yeah, we opened up in uh, October of 20, uh, 2020, right in the height of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I left Gorilla in August okay. and basically was unemployed. I had Japan going on. I have a project in right. Japan called... You're just like, I'm a hobo now. Yeah. I'm jumping <laughs> rail cars. What am I after, doing? After a while, after just like, you know, drinking for, like, you know, every day, sure. months straight, yep. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, all right, I need to do something else. And, uh, I need to get my creative outlet going. So I told my wife, Tanya, I was like, if a place comes up open that has a patio, has a window with reasonable rent... I'm going to fucking jump on it because I'm bored out of my mind. Right. And the day I told her, right, I must have like put it out in the universe. Right. Because the next morning, Yikai from Cognoscenti Coffee was like, hey, Wes, are you looking for any space? Because uh, the place I'm a, he was a partner in the, in the space before. He's like, right. it's it's not, it's it's kind of basically going to close up and I don't want to lose the lease. If you want to take it over for at least like a pop-up or something, like let me know. And I was like, well, check it out. Yeah, I mean, you manifested it. You, yeah. you wished into existence. If you, the if you, secret. If for it our, works. our listeners, if you haven't been, it's in Chinatown, and it's in this really nice little plaza, and it was actually kind of like the perfect space to lock down during the pandemic, because it was like, during those months, no one wanted to sit inside anywhere. You couldn't, so it was like, you just had a little window. People could just like walk right up and get a delicious sandwich. I mean, that's 
as as we talked about with Joel and his business, like sandwiches are pandemic proof, recession proof. No matter, <laughs> even as society crumbles, people need sandwiches. So I think it's one of the best businesses to be in. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's exactly what we ran it. Like when I took it over and we saw what we can do, I was like, well, let's keep it limited. So let's just do some tortas and. Because I was sick of doing tacos. I was like, all right, I'm... Right, you were tacoed out. Tacoed out for the last 10 years. Sure. You know what I mean? And you get a lot of... You know, you just kind of like, all right, I'm over it. It's like, that. I didn't start doing that back in, you know, 20 years ago almost. So um, I just want to do something different. I did the tortas. And now that we're, you know, expanding into indoor service now, like the menu's changing. We're doing dinner. It's Very like, exciting. It's evolving. And now you're making tacos. And now I'm right. making Yeah, tacos. you're back to tacos. Back to tacos. And, um, Food is cyclical, guys. Yeah. All right? It's all cyclical. Tacos is like a great love. It's like you have to put it down for a while, but you can't put it down forever. Yeah, no, you, you know? can't put it down forever. The flame it's, is there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Once it's burning and lit, then it's like, okay. You know, because... By the time I had left Gorilla, I was like not cooking anymore. I was just kind of managing, managing sure. the chefs that manage. Right, books. you were disconnected because right. yeah. you came up from the cart to the truck to opening the brick and mortar in the arts district. Like, you know, you were like very hands on the entire way, and then it was like your hands off the. Then tacos. I'm hands off, and yeah. then I'm fucking burnt out, and yeah. then I'm miserable, and then it's not positive for anybody. So it was my it was my time to go, and I still own Gorilla Tacos. Um, okay, that's so interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm, I wanted to ask about that because it must be weird. To leave, like that was like your baby, yeah. and you, and you stepped away, but it's like still there, it's still going, and and you you still it's, have a financial stake in it. It's still there, it's still going. I have a financial stake, but I, other than that, I have zero day to day ops. Zero day to day ops. I don't look at anything, anything at all. So it's so like here's your check limo. every quarter. No, right. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You, you should would like that, but no. You, no, you would hope that. You I don't. Hope that. Honestly, I don't think anything, yeah. dude. I'm all hope, baby. I'm all hope. Well, that's, that's all we have on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would be funny to like put on a hilarious disguise and like try to go into Gorilla Tacos and order a meal just to see what it's like. And you're, and you're going to be like, it's really gone downhill right. since I left. I hey, knew it was going to happen. Jo- it's John Avila. Who's, right. What's exactly. going on, man? Yes, my name is John Avila. Uh, table for one, please. <laughs> you have like this, the glasses no, the and the Marx yeah, ones. Exactly. Yeah. And a suit with a hat. Yeah. A, <laughs> a chin putty, you know. <laughs> Have, have you eaten there since you left? Have you no. had any of the food? No, not at all. Okay. I haven't. Well, as soon as I left there, I haven't looked back. I just kind of was like, all right, I need to move forward. They sure. just have a, your picture on the wall. Have you seen this man? Right, exactly. He's been gone since like uh, <laughs> 19 or whatever. So. But I, I, you're, you started doing Taco Thursdays at Angry Egret, right? And yeah. I, I came recently and it was like, very cool to see you cooking tacos again on the little, you know, on the little flat top out there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, like you say, it's cyclical. And I was like, you know, I feel like fucking doing tacos. So I told my sous chef, he's like, yes, let's do some. So, you know, we're doing... You're talking about Elmer? Yeah, no, not Elmer. Ah! Elmer's not my sous chef. Elmer's my boy, but he's one of my line cooks that's been working with us the longest. So. Big fan of Elmer over here on the pod. Yeah, okay. it's funny. Like a lot Friend of the, of the guys, pod. A lot of the guys from... Uh, that are working with me now, we're all fired from Gorilla before, you know. <laughs> oh wow! Before, during, and after okay. I left, so um, they just jump from one pirate ship to the next. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, 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 you follow you, your captain. Yeah. <laughs> you got the band back together. Yeah, yeah, kind of. What, what was the circumstances of you leaving? Were you burned out? Were you? I mean, you had other partners, right? It wasn't just you. Yeah, <laughs> you were just like, it's time to hit the fucking road. It was time to hit the road. I was burnt out. Um, other things were coming up, and I just I wasn't in it anymore. Like I didn't feel it. I wasn't right. passionate about it. It's like kind of. If you look at interviews and stuff, as kind of led up to that. I just was like, right, kind of not even with my own self. Like I wasn't doing any like right. self work. You're like, I look at that taco that I used to love, and I don't see anything. Yeah, no, I, I don't see anything. a spark in your eyes, sweet potato taco. I don't feel anything, you know. And some of those, some of those things. It's like are a like, marriage that's dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. a loveless marriage to tacos. You're sleeping in separate rooms. You eat dinner at different times. Right. You you curtly nod at each other you when you pass each other. You split friends right down the middle. Right. And then you just leave. You know what I mean? And then it's kind of like, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. It's, you know, I mean, I started it and got, you know, I mean, Jonathan Gold discovered us when we were on the cart. So it's like, it it just kind of went up, climax. And I just was like, I'm. It was the natural kind of. You hit the the precipice and it was like, all right, it's time to walk down. And then when you were walking down, you're like, it's time to jump the fuck off of this place. Yeah. So that's why, that's why, you know, I left and, um. But tortas is like the new love affair. It's, it's like, ooh, it is, tortas. It like it's it's cool because like it's a different way. But even now, like I'm I'm gearing towards more like homestyle dishes that like for dinner and stuff. And so I'm getting more excited about that. And then we don't really have like a really strong identity other other than like we cook whatever the right. Fuck it's we very want. eclectic, which I yes. love, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that that's the cool thing about like like you being able to do this because it's like 
it seems like every day you just have specials of whatever you, you're like, I got razor clams today. Yeah. Just like, you know, this is like supposedly ostensibly a sandwich stand, but you're like, hey, come on down and get some razor clam. You know, it's like, <laughs> you can kind of just do whatever the fuck you want. That seems fun. Yeah, it is. It is. I've been, uh, you know, being the only owner, being the only investor, being the only chef. Um, I can do whatever the fuck I want. That like sounds fun. Questions to anybody or like justify why I have powerful. This or yeah, anything. Powerful. Power move. So it's it's kind of uh, if we hit if we if we're do if we're successful it's it's awesome. If we fucking suck, it's because like it, right. it's all on you. It's because of you. It's because of me. It's because of you. It's because of me, and I have complete ownership of it. And it's and I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. You're like, oh no, Elmer, you fucked up today, right. man. What well, the hell, man? How too. come we're less busy today? Uh, I, you know, I started going there a lot during the pandemic. Well, you're um, so close. Yeah, it's you're super close to me. It China, was like seven minutes. I love going to Chinatown. <laughs> and uh, now you've expanded. You have outdoor seating. You're in the process of getting your beer and wine license. Beer and wine is You're going to be I inside can, dining. Yeah. You're doing like weekend dinner courses because usually it's open just during the day. Mm -hmm. So you, you, it's like, it's interesting to see the direction that it's going, but during the pandemic, I knew I could stop by that window and get, I think you may have taken it off the menu. It was the Atwater breakfast burrito. Yeah. And oh, you wait, know, we have it back on now. There's, there's a pork one that's very porky and good, yeah. but I, I, you know, I, I usually don't go for the vegetarian burrito option if I have a choice, but I got to say that one that had like mushrooms and it was like a salsa matcha situation. Yeah, salsa matcha mushrooms. It was like one of the meats. best non-meat burritos I've ever had in my life. And is it, is it off the menu? Is it's it back? on back. It's, it's, it's back. back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we had a lot of people like asking for that and asking the for the Atwater. The, the public demanded the Atwater. So I gave them what they want. You know, you so. got to give the public what yeah. they want. You can't. You can't just be like, no, I'm not gonna do that. You know? <laughs> you know, and even here, I'm I'm way more like relaxed if somebody's like, you know, asking for something like if they're like, oh, can I get the whatever and can i get the thing. razor clam breakfast burrito yeah. you're like i guess it's I gonna guess. be like 30 dollars like, though want, yeah no like yeah. i have leftover lobster and they're like can you put it in a burrito and i was like sure sure yeah you know here fucking beans yeah. scrambled eggs poached lobster. there's nowhere lobster, else so. in the city you can get an espresso razor clams and then like an egg breakfast <laughs> torta yeah and then just be like i'm going on with my day that's uh that's a power meal right there i would say I mean, you had you had fucking uh, the governor stop by. Yeah, it's been. I mean, crazy. I don't want to say that you won him that recall vote, but you know, he got <laughs> I, in a lot I will. of. I'll say that he it got was in a real, lot close, of trouble. Man. It was real close. He got in a lot of trouble for French Laundry. He yeah. realized the optics were very bad. Getting caught dining in the fancy restaurants, he's like, "I got to turn this around. I'm going to Angry Eager Dinette where the people eat." And you know, it, it worked for him. Yeah, he came by uh, like the Saturday, the Sunday before the the recount. So it was right. it was kind of bizarre. Like they, they told he me knows they, what the people like, want to see. Don't you have other things right. to be doing <laughs> right, right now, motherfucker? <laughs> they told me the day before like he's going to be doing a little press conference here in the plaza. You know, is, am I all right with him coming through? I was like, am I all right with the governor? Of yeah, like, like, sure, I guess. No, leave like, me alone, like, yes, Newsom. No, I got to grill these razor clams, but <laughs> sure, I can make some time for pretty boy. Yeah, he had, he had the lobster burrito, and he was like, Boom. what's this $30 burrito I got right, to have? I was right. like, well, it has a whole live poached main lobster. I explained it to him. He was like, I'm in, I'm in, let's do it. So, okay. And he He's was, like, I'll take nine, because I can afford that. He yeah, exactly. He hung out with us for about 15 minutes. It wasn't even just like a handshake. Photo op kind of bullshit thing. No, he was talking to us, talking to us. Asking like some of the should have should have got him behind the plancha. Yeah, <laughs> made him make Let's see something. what you can do, Governor. <laughs> so like, did, some restaurants. Well, let me ask this: Did he finish the lobster burrito? I don't know. Mm. Took it to go. So what? He, he, he took a couple burritos. bites and then what? He ordered the, the lobster burrito and he ordered something else. I can't remember. He okay. ordered two things. It was right. like Gavin, uh, Governor Newsom. So. And then you call him Gavin though. You're on a right, first exactly. yeah. with Gav. Hey Gav, what's up, big Gav? Big G guy. I hopefully somewhere down the line you can like call him and be like. I'm cashing in that He's favor, like, remember Gabs. Me? Remember, remember me? Remember me? I need an expedited process for a liquor license. Oh, right, exactly. But also, th that's not the only recognition you've gotten. Like, did, didn't like the city give you some sort of grant? You won so some sort of contest? Even better than the city, the Los Angeles Dodgers. <gasps> whoop, whoop. Yeah, explain this for our listeners. Because I'm seeing you. You're like, you're going to throw out a pitch at a game? I'm like, going to throw out the first pitch. Are you the official the sandwich games. stand? You are? Yes. What? That's insane. Yes. What? How did your, your face is We shot. have some talking to do. <laughs> Joel is so... All right, explain how this came about. Okay. Uh, I got an email, like, as most people who are fans of the Dodgers, like, you know, some of it's spam. You're a big Dodger head, huge Dodger as Joel, so as is Joel. every Dodger email, and it said, oh, you know, we're offering this grant for small businesses who are um, in, the food, in the food industry, and I was like, I'm going to look into this. I looked into it. I shot it to my wife, Tanya, and I shot it to... Uh, a uh, friend that does work for me, she does the, she's helping me, she's consulting with the beer and wine license, if she can look into a little bit more. 
And she's like, yeah, we qualify for this. You should, you should apply. So I applied. And so we had to do like this presentation. So Monica put together this presentation. Tanya did all the proofreading. We're talking PowerPoints and shit. PowerPoints. Real nice. Wow. Real nice. So my wife's a professor. Good pics of the sandwich. Star wipe. Yeah. Star wipe. <laughs> Two razor clams. <laughs> Look at those beautiful boys on the grill. And um, so it was between like us and I, I think they said they had like a lot of people submit. And so they, because we were finalists, we found out we were finalists. Like, oh shit, we're finalists. That's cool. We're going to get hosted at a luncheon. So I'd say about three weeks ago, we were hosted at a luncheon. At Dodger Stadium with Ooh, up in the box, luxury yeah. box. They put they put your name on the screen. They did. Yeah, oh, they put our shit. name on the screen with I, the other people. We got That's to do amazing. that too once. And they they were um, you know they were like uh, you know they're gonna announce the winner. And I was like, dude, it's already cool because Sean Green and Nomar Garcia Par were there and they were hanging with us. Talking Wait, what was us. the food situation in the luxury box? The food. If you're was, hanging with uh, Nomar, what's the food like? It was a uh, filet mignon. Oh, a little bit of uh, okay. Uh, 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 Fried shallots. God damn right. Salmon with Bur Blanc. You know, very country club. Ooh. How was it? Oh, dude. It was good. Okay. It was good. Okay. Got that Levy restaurant group, uh, yeah. that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was <laughs> shout out to Levy. <laughs> Don't worry. Nice. There's, <laughs> there's motorcycle hooligans you know in my that, neighborhood. Like, That's around, just... around there is that uh, Fast and Furious yes, market. I so, you know. For our yeah. listeners who don't know what we're talking about, I live by uh, the market that's in the Fast and Furious movies, and people just go there and do crazy burnouts all day because people love so Fast and Furious. Re- but there's so much real estate in front of it. It's so open and yeah. wide to do donuts. The city tried to put yeah. up plastic barriers, and people were like, we're still doing the donuts. That's we're insane. still going to do it. How far is it? It's just like, it's like right over Sunset. It's like right over, yeah. Right over there. But this, this right there is the Training Day Hill. That's okay. the, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, Training yeah. Day House in Lake Hill, yeah. Yeah, this, this is the, the glamorous life of living in Echo Park. They shot Training Day over there. They shot Fast and Furious. They, I'm living in Hollywood land, baby. So uh, talk about glamorous. You're in the luxury box. You're hobnobbing with uh, baseball Blanc. luminaries. You're eating yeah. Blanc and filet. And w- so what's they, the vibe up there? It's, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's happy. Everybody's like happy just to be there. We yeah. do a tour. They show us like, you know, all the new stuff. We get to walk on the field and, um, you know, pretend we're catching fly Oh, balls. that's fun. And so we finally went in there for the lunch. You know, they kind of take their time and like, all right, who's, who's going to win this? Because at first the, the prize was... Uh, $10,000 grant just oh, to your business okay. to help with whatever you need. Um, a bunch of uh, tools, um, like uh, online tools. And, oh, I thought you meant like uh, knives and shit. No, no. Cool tools. knives, <laughs> like, uh, spoons, cool, cool. shovels, just in case. <laughs> Who knows? Small business tools, things that are really helpful. Right. And um, consultation with MasterCard on how to like, you know, uh-huh. do X, Y, and Z. And a suite for your uh, your team, like, like for your uh, staff. Oh. Right. So, and we actually went this Saturday, um, day before yesterday. Which was fucking amazing. How many people are on your staff at Angry Egret? Uh, I think we have 12 now. You took Damn. everyone out to the ball game? We took 12 plus. Into the box? We took Well, 16, the boxes are big, baby. 16 people. Did out. you get filet and salmon again? We, we had, there was a whole filet mignon, but they had Dodger dogs. Of course. Oh, yeah. They had, I mean, the full spread. Okay, I want to get your opinion on this as a Dodger aficionado and longtime fan. Someone was telling me, I don't know a lot about baseball with the Dodgers, but someone was telling me they changed the Dodger dog. Yes. Did. And, and like... What did they change, and is it bad? It's not Farmer John anymore. So Farmer Farmer John John used to make the Frank. Yeah. And now, what what are they using? I I don't know. Unknown meat provider? It's some other place like like in Vernon or whatever. Yeah. But the move is the Brooklyn dog, because it's like a natural casing. Okay. Has a real snap. You need that snap. Who's making the Brooklyn dog, though? I don't know, man. I don't know, but it's not the same. I but remember it's not, Vin. It's not, it's not the same I remember at all. Vin it's always with that. Farmer John. Farmer John. Hot dog. You can't beat that. You can't. No, you I can't. Mean, if you get Vin to come back and say their name, it might. It might. <laughs> <laughs> but like, other than that, you Yeah, that's never going to happen. It could no. just like. Damn, Farmer John fucked up. They had the Dodger <laughs> dog contract? It. What happened? They had it locked. Even like the, the year before they got kind of. I guess dismissed from there. Like I would go to a smart finals. Like where the fuck are the Dodger dogs? And wow. like, yeah, because yeah, they would be packaged. Thing. They yeah. would say they would have the Farmer John logo, and, have the and then logo. the logo Dodger dog. Yep. Like right. Okay, right so the, the current iteration not as good. Uh different. It's mm. different. It, I will say it is, because it just like a lot of times there's boiled Dodger dogs, and then there's grilled Dodger dogs, okay. and then there's the Brooklyn dogs, and then they have like kielbasa's or what the fuck ever. They're not as good. Mm. I will say I've had the, the regular Dodger dog grilled is fine. Okay, here's the, move. the way to go. You put in the call red line hotline to the governor's house. Be like, Gaff, <laughs> hey, it's your Remember buddy that West. Time I made you two burritos. I well, you, I'm calling in a favor. I need you to get on the horn to Farmer John <laughs> ASAP. We gotta fix this Dodger dog situation. Get their shit together. This shit sucks. Okay, so you're there. And then what? It's like they draw names out of a hat. Like no, how does they, this they even work? have planned who yeah. who, who kind of want it. It's a lot Your of, PowerPoint presentation puts you over the edge. And, and they, 
they were like, and the winner is Angry Eve Dynamic. Oh, we were like, yeah. what? The and they announced hell? it during the game. They, they, no, they announced it during this the luncheon. luncheon. Right, yeah. Wow. Like the stadium's closed during the luncheon. That would be crazy if they announced it during a game. You just have like a 50,000 person roar. Yeah. <laughs> we love the Razor Clams. <laughs> we love that mushroom burrito. Yeah. That's and crazy. So they announced it and they were filming too. Like, so the next day there was a segment on Fox where it shows me and uh, Tanya and the rest of the team that were there. Like celebrating because I mean that's awesome. They gave me a giant instead of a giant check, they gave me a giant credit card. Oh hell yeah! Were, like, Perfect pictures and then accepted we there, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's one more. It was a discover too. <laughs> they were like, along with all these prizes, there's one more prize that we have didn't mention. You're throwing out the first pitch. Oh my god! And I was like, what? That's insane. That they like, should have led the with most that. Incredible shit ever. Dude. I was like, you're throwing. I'm throwing out the first pitch, and, and I was like, I can't wait to throw out the first pitch. You know, I was like, fuck. I always wanted to do that at Dodger Stadium. They're like. Well, there's a chance that it may not be at Dodger Stadium, and I was like, "Why? It's a, it's at the World Series." And Holy I was like, what shit! What the fuck, dude? So I'm like getting chills now, and it's like, I really fucking hope the Dodgers. You're getting chills. I'm getting chills. A lot there, of baby. pressure. A lot of pressure. Wait, what if the Dodgers don't make it to the World Series? Then I get well, to I, well, what are you doing, man? I'm just asking questions. So not cool okay. to even say. All right, you're right. All right, so let's say Dodgers. Dodgers are in the you. big game. They're in the World Series. I mean, are you training? What are we working? You, you don't like, want to blow out a shoulder. Like, What's going on? Don't, don't do it like 50 Cent. Don't do it like Conor McGregor. Like, you yeah. got to do it right. And then somebody asked, though, if the boys in blue don't make it, what are you going to wear? Because usually they wear one of the teams. And I was like, mm. well, I'll wear a fucking suit and Ooh. one of those like 1920s like yes. straw hats. Like, look like an old-timey baseball <laughs> yes. player. Yes. You know, like, oh, I'm just going to throw the first baseball. Ah, coming out of heat. Yeah. I'm going to throw some heat. Or you just have something that says baseball team yeah. on it. Just like really <laughs> generic in blue. baseball team. No, you should rock Angry Eager Dinette merch. Well, that too. Mm. Maybe that. You guys have cool hats. We, yeah, you should see our new bowling shirts. They're pretty money. You yeah, have bowling shirts? Yes, we do. Got to get a league going, baby. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Lanes every Tuesday, nine, do it. Not, 9 to 10. Bowling shirts are great food merch. I don't know why more restaurants don't do that. I think because they were dated and now they're kind of, everything comes back around. Yeah, just true. like ska, just like tacos. <laughs> they're back, Cyclical. baby. Cyclical. I want to, I want, yeah, you should wear the bowling shirt and the hat and just like rep the brand out there. Yeah. But the boys are going to make it, so I'll be wearing my most hardcore dog. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Ever. So, but yeah, no, that's insane. Like, I mean, not only is it a bucket list since I was a kid, it's like, I always wondered, how the fuck does somebody throw out the ball that's not a celebrity? Like, That's true. How, they, how? But they find them all the time, yeah. but usually it's not during the World Series. No. Usually it is 50 Cent or Here's Conor the thing, McGregor. though. Yeah. Here's the thing. You are a celebrity. That is true. <laughs> no, no. You're a torta celebrity, goddammit. And magazines on, mm-hmm. on the television. Mm-hmm. On the television. On the, tele- on the, on the goddamn TV. TV. My mom saw you. She's like, Joel, Wes is on the TV. And I was like, well, shit. Look at that. He done made it. So we have a lot to look forward to. Obviously, drinking beer and wine at Anger Eager Dinette, yes. whether inside or outside, is, is coming down the line. It's coming. Uh, it's, it's a good vibe out there. You got good plants in that courtyard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been really fun watching you kind of like turn that area into like a nice little zone. Cause it was like, there's not really much going on in that courtyard. No, it, like, was, it was kind of barren. What was, what was the place that you took over? I think I went there with you once. It was I a coffee yeah. shop called Lately before. Yeah, Late? something like that. There you go. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we went there once to get, like try their hot we, chicken sandwich yeah, back, yeah. back in the before times when everyone wanted hot chicken. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we were so innocent, we didn't even know it was coming. But now with inside, I mean, what's like your vision that you're working for, for like, what you want the dinner to be like. Uh, just whatever is, the fuck you want it to be? the same thing. Whatever the fuck we want, except it's plated, seated. You can drink wine, drink beer in there, and you pregame before you go to the Dodger game Ooh, in the patio. Beautiful. Um, you know, there's a lot of ideas. But inside's already painted. We're actually putting the lighting in right now. Like, just fancy lighting that me and my wife decided to oh, like. hell yeah. Track lighting? Things. What are we talking? Mood no, lighting? Like, Colors? Like gaudy <laughs> chandeliers. <laughs> no, not, no, very, very gaudy. Right. It's All very Baroque. Swarovski crystals. <laughs> Incredibly Baroque in there. Yeah, exactly. Handmade by they people. they used all that ten thousand dollar grant for these two chandeliers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and some what track did you lighting. spend it on? A giant crystal chandelier yeah. for the interior of our small restaurant. Uh, I would say real Dodger heads are probably already doing this, but if you're a Dodger fan, the move is to go get food at Angry Egret. Don't fuck around with this inferior Dodger dog at the stadium, overpriced. Go get Angry Egret, and you can bring food in, right? Yeah, you can. we also have a kit that's called like the, you know, the burrito flight. There we, we go. These little mini burritos. There we like go. Six of them, plus a, a see-through bag, so you can take shit in. Yeah, that's the most you know, important thing. You have to put, you have to put it in something see-through. Yeah. One right. thing that I love that you have on the menu is the poo-poo platter. Yeah. Because I feel like. When you were like a kid and you oh, like that was like the height of when luxury. you went to a Chinese <laughs> restaurant, you're like, can I get a poo poo platter? And you're, it comes out. There's like a little flame on it for mm-hmm. some reason. It's like they have the little sterno lit and you're like, 
this is the best day of my life. Mm -hmm. So, so were you drawing from those like childhood nostalgia experiences when you put I, that on there? Uh, a customer of mine that uh, it's a friend of mine actually messaged me on Instagram was like, Hey Wes, do you know any of these places in Chinatown do poo poo platters? And right. I was like, honestly, I don't know. The only place I yeah, know where that do you does get a poo poo plate are Tonga Hut and Palm Springs. Oh, right. They, they still do it. Polynesian style. Polynesian style. Yeah. And then, so I was like, you know what? And he's like, you should fucking do it. And I was like, I should fucking do one. Why you not? Do one. So, you like, can do whatever you want. You yeah, can do whatever nobody the fuck to ask you permission want. from. Exactly. And corporate so, master. We went and got um, you know lazy susans from I think Cost Plus World Market or something. Oh yeah. And then we got some um, these little uh, Japanese individual burners. Um, oh hell yeah. From Mitsuwa and just bought all these nice little plates and started cooking whatever the fuck we want. You know. So, I am ashamed to say that I have not had the poo poo bladder. We're gonna have to change that. This We're gonna week. have to change that. Change that this week. We're gonna be coming in for dinner. And currently, is it BYOB? Currently is BYOB. So we can bring the Peron. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're gonna be Peroning in that courtyard, eating a poo poo platter. I mean, our fucking troubles were over. Uh, my troubles, I haven't had any troubles, man. It's been great. Does it's the poo poo platter? A great year. Do the items revolve, or is it always the same they revolve. assortment? They revolve. The only thing that stays the same is the short rib because we need to have something that's grilling on right. there that's kind of familiar. Right. Everything else That's changes. the set piece. It that's comes out. Piece. It's on the fire. Yeah. It's on the fire. Sometimes we'll have like whatever fish that we're using. Um, we'll have, I mean, we've had like, you know, uh, tripe on there. We've had different little tacos on there. We've had um, crab spring rolls on there. I mean, whatever you can think of, we've fucking done. We did a stuffed pepper with braised tripe. Uh, we did a... Tacos de cabeza. Oh my god! Uh, scallops, like whole scallops with I like a little it. bit of carne asada marinade on them. Oh, that sounds, you know that, that sounds, sounds fucking like that. great. So we just do whatever the fuck. You, you know, know, when I came to your taco night, you had uh, I believe it was tripa in was it duck fat cooked yeah. in duck fat. That's the way we. But do. that sold out immediately. I it's was like, I'm gonna, I'm ready fast. to try the tripa, and then it was like. Everything else was there, but the tripa was like sold out. The people want tripa. Yeah, it's weird because like like I, Oful is I'm, in. Yeah, Oful's in because it, it's. I have always heard people like, oh, this place has the best. I was like, honestly, I can say I don't. I don't care where the fuck they're from. Ours are better. We, <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Boom. Take that, everybody. Else. Tripa challenge. We, I'll do anybody. I'll anybody. fucking challenge anybody. Throw down anybody. Any of the tacos, it's like okay, yeah, there's the best of this or the best of that. But the tripa that I that I how we handle them, we handle them like with fucking care because we mm. clean them out thoroughly sure. and then we that. cure them in the, that green salt we do that Ooh. thomas keller green salt and then so we do it for x amount of days and then we cook them and we braise them in duck fat super slow because you can either you can either put them on the plancha and grill them right. or the, the fucking the move is actually grilling them over wood fire mm. Mm. and then it becomes some other beast and people are like what right the fuck? that's not the tree boss i'm used to right. in like menudo or something yeah and they don't have that gamey irony, right? You know, right. Penny. Weird gut flavor. Weird, weird gut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have made Gavin Newsom get the tree pus. The Be like, this flavor. is Thomas Keller, Keller green salt. You love Thomas <laughs> Keller, pretty boy. Eat these tree pus. <laughs> Prove that you're a man of the people. I, I, you know, I, I arrived pretty early that night, and the tree pus were gone. So I'm glad the people are like, everybody wants those tree pus. I'm glad to see like Oful kind of back in uh, the limelight. I was at that new restaurant uh, it's called caboco it's in mm -hmm. the old church and state space oh yeah, yeah it's brazilian like this big brazilian chef, chef. i yeah. forget his name but uh i dined there a couple nights ago and uh i don't i've never been to like a high-end brazilian restaurant. you know i've been to like fogo de chow yeah but like uh, you know i've never really had like high-end brazilian cuisine and the one dish that really jumped out was it was gizzards which i guess is like like a second stomach or like some sort of innards and it was braised with bacon and served with okra on top and it was like Kind of the sleeper hit of the meal for me. I don't even know what gizzards are. I mean, it's, I know it's different than tripa. Yeah, it's like it's like a stomach in there. Like, have you ever? What cooked? kind of gizzards were they? I don't yeah. even know. I was. Were they chicken just, gizzards? I, I'm assuming chicken, but I okay. don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've tried tripa a few times, but the way that you're handling it sounds like superior. Yeah. If we call ahead, will you save us an order? Oh yeah. yeah if you guys call ahead, yeah, no, for sure. We'll bring the perron. Because a lot of times, what we do is we'll cook it and we'll cure it, so it's in that fat for a month. Oh shit! Really, <laughs> really, and the longer so like it in goes, a refrigerator, just in a completely kind of like a confit situation. Yeah. So when once it cools off, we we remove it and get rid of that liquid, that yeah, and then sit it back on fat, and it's oh, just wow. sitting in pure duck fat, and you can hold it like that for six months. Oh my god! Like, people don't know that a lot of times. So, you wow. know they're scared. They're not, We've done it. Before. Don't scared. don't be scared. Don't and fear reusing that duck fat, everyone. Yeah, don't fear the rear. I guess it's not really rear, but I wanted to make it rhyme. Don't fear those guts, <laughs> baby. Get up in those guts. Get up in them. I mean, the move is get uh, a couple tripas to go in the clear bag for Dodger mm -hmm. Stadium. And then when you're sitting there 
watching the boys in blue dominate. The guy next to you is like, ah, this Dodger dog sucks. You're like, I'm eating <laughs> tripas braised in duck fat. You fucked up, man. You fucked up. Uh, what do you What do you think the? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's cool that you're able to do whatever you want. It's your spot. What's like the f- most favorite thing that you've made, or that you're most proud of, or that you're like, this is the shit. Probably. Like that when I came back from Mexico, because I went to Durango like to visit my grandmother, she passed in July, rest in peace. But I went and visited her. My dad was like going out there last minute. And my wife's like, you should just go. And I was like, yeah. I hadn't been in 30 years. Yeah. So I went out there and completely disconnected. And where my dad lives, it's really rural. It's like in the mountains part of Durango. But when I came back, I was completely just re-energized yeah. and reinvigorated. And I was like, just getting these fucking thoughts of like food. And I was like, dude, I should go do a tostada again. So I did this. Big eye tuna tostada with roasted bone marrow where you scrape the bone Ooh. marrow on top. Ooh. And uh, we made like a salsa out of fava beans. Everything was just in the seed. It, was just, it just right. hit perfectly. And yeah. then like, so I made it and I was like, dude, this is actually really fucking good. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah. like it wasn't just one of those You scrape the marrow onto the tostada? The so the to- tostada is raw and we grill the bone marrow on the side. Ooh, so it's like and cool and hot. Cool and hot. Oh, yeah. And we serve it like that. So we immediately, if you go and take it and scrape this hot onto the cool. Oh my God. It kind of is almost like Nobu did that dish where he had hot oil and accidentally put hot oil on. It's in his book. Okay. He accidentally put hot oil over, um, I don't know if it was cod. And then he's like, wait a minute. He was like, what the fuck? And then like, (laughs) yeah, it's an old book. And then so I I remember thinking that. I was like, well, if we get hot, you know, hot fucking marrow. It kind of sears the top of the tuna. It kind of just lightly warms the tuna. And it's almost like rare tuna from the inside of a medium rare tuna steak. Yeah. So it it has this texture and the the saltiness from the fucking salsa. That sounds so good. It's money, money, money. Okay. Is that on the menu right now? It's not. Okay. Would would that appear on maybe like a dinner menu coming up on the weekends? For sure. That that one's actually going to make a comeback. The, what's not the fourth. Uh, We have a party that we're doing and I'm going to be doing it for a couple weeks after that. Right. So I think it's not this weekend, but the following one. So we'll we'll have it on the menu. Okay. So save us some tripe. Yeah. And have to save us some tripe. Tripas is number one for me. Tuna and fucking marrow. So for our listeners, uh, Angry Eagles open till like three during the day. Three during the day. And then on Thursday, Thursday nights is tacos. Yeah. It goes till nine o'clock. And then uh, dinner goes to, we last seat at nine o'clock, but we close at 10 on Friday. And then Friday and Saturday is a completely separate dinner menu. Correct. Damn. Damn. You guys are doing doing the work. Yeah, trying. Putting yeah. in the work. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, like, like I was saying before, like, at any time opening a restaurant is like a, a you know, kind of a shifty proposition. Yeah. But like doing it during the pandemic, and it was like just kind of you. You kind of like distilled it all down to like, yeah. this is how, how many all people did you me. have in the beginning when you in first the beginning opened? it yeah. was three of us. It was just, myself. Elmer was down from day one, and another yeah. friend of mine, Justin, would help us. He helped me for like the first two or three weeks just to help me get it going because yeah. none of them got paid. They were like, they knew I was like, dude, I don't have it. For love of money. the game, for baby. For the love of it. And I was like, dude, I will fucking hook you guys up later. So you'll get all the all tacos the later on. All later, you know, and uh, so going to grill a taco, tell them Wes sent you. They'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say congrats. Uh, it's great seeing you build something from scratch that you're obviously super passionate about. Yeah. Um, the trajectory of uh, Gorilla Tacos was kind of you building it, and you seemed like you got out at a good point, and now a new trajectory has begun. Yeah. And obviously with uh, dine-in coming along, beer and wine coming along, and, and indoor. Reinvigorated. There's yeah. a lot to be Reinvigorated. excited Reinvigorated. And Chinatown's like, there's a lot going on there, and like I, I would urge any of our listeners who live in L.A. to check out some of the stuff, like Angry Egret, Pearl River Deli, all this cool shit that's happening. Let's see, uh, Amish Brewing just opened by uh, the Historic Park. So there's a lot going on down there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. You got Angelito Brewing down. Angelito, oh, yeah. Uh, Angelino Wine Co. Wine, right. You got the Highland Park Brewery. It's a great spot for day drinking. They got some natural wine as well as beer. Uh, it's just like a good, it's a good time to be a diner in L.A. Yeah. again, you know. It feels good to be excited about shit. Um, you know, tell our listeners where you're at. You're at DJ West on Instagram. I'm at DJ. You want to follow when he throws that pitch out, folks. <laughs> you want to follow when he throws that pitch out. And then Angry Eager Dinette's just at Angry Eager Dinette. Angry Eager Dinette. Yeah. Um, if you're not following it, you're fucking up. Get on that. Um, and if you want to see what we're doing in Japan, it's at P.O. Pico. Yeah, we didn't even get to that. You're like, oh, that's right. You're an yeah. international <laughs> chef consultant. No, that, we'll save that for the next episode. Globe trotting, opening shit in Japan. Uh, you know, the Japanese need to know about tacos. Someone yes. has to tell them. Yeah. You're the man for the job. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think maybe that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. I mean, it feels good to be back. It feels good to have you back on the show. Top 10 guests, two times. <laughs> Damn right. Two timer. Uh, soon to be throwing that pitch. You know, work the shoulder. I don't, don't want to see you get hurt. Yeah, like, no, make, sure, like, make sure you pitch off, like, try to go to a mound, pitch off the mound. Pitch How the far mound? is yeah. the mound to, to home plate? I don't it's, know anything about baseball. 
It's pretty far. 90 feet? 60 feet? What? 60 feet. No, 60? 60 feet. 60 feet, yeah. yeah. It's 90 feet in between bases. It feels a lot bigger when you see it from far, but when you're right there, it doesn't look as big. Like, oh, we're on the field. Like, all right, well, that's good. It's fucking small, dude. Yeah. Like, okay, that's how good. How fast must everybody must be going for uh, it to look like as fast as it does? That's right. crazy. You got LA on your back now. This, yeah. is, this is a lot of pressure. So, oh, you know, yeah. training. I hope you're training. If you want to just play catch, I got yeah, you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, happy. I got just, gloves over at the shops. I got balls. You know? I'll help you out. I'll help Set up you. That strike zone. For I'll you. help you as long as I get filet and salmon bourbon somewhere <laughs> in a box somewhere. Then I'll yeah. I'll, I'll be the catcher. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Feels good to be back. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Carl Hess on Twitter or Instagram. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller always. on Instagram. He doesn't have Twitter because he's a busy man and he has a life to live. That's tough, man. Um, you can things. follow the podcast at YapPod. That's Y A P P O D on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at any time at yeah, 42069 at gmail.com. Uh, is it really 42069? It is. I believe it is. You I haven't checked it in it. a minute. but uh, better believe it. Send some correspondence. Uh, send, send whatever. Send your thoughts on Treat Bus or uh, Gavin Newsom. And, uh, you know, um, go to Angry Egret and, and get dinner because I'll be there doing a Perone and then like a bone luge. Like yeah. I'm going to do the... I'm gonna Perone do, into the bone. I'm going to do the marrow onto the tuna and then a Perone through the bone. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, why let Bestie have all the fun with Bone Luch? Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us, Wes. Um, thanks for having me. Go eat something delicious. Thanks.